move over avocado toast. There's a new scapegoat for why you're so broke. So this was a recent statement from our finance minister, Christia Freeland. Just take a listen. I think Canadian families are looking really closely at all of their expenses. I personally, as a mother and wife, look carefully at my credit card bill once a month. And last Sunday, I said to the kids, you're older now. You don't want to watch Disney anymore. Let's cut that Disney Plus subscription. So we cut it. It's only $13.99 a month that we're saving. But every little bit helps. So <laughs> cut your Disney Plus subscription Problem and you can solved. finally buy a house. Isn't that great news? I don't. This is, yeah. And the reason my fiance showed me this and the reason that he was so up in arms about this is because Disney Plus doesn't just have kids stuff. That's like it, it has Star Wars. It has Marvel. <laughs> it has like all of these things. And Kevin is obsessed with Star Wars. Yeah. So he's like. Pick, take what you want from me. Don't take my Disney Plus. Yeah, it is. There's there's tons of stuff for adults on there. Oh, yeah. It's just ridiculous to be, I mean, it is a fair point to be like, save money however you can if you need to budget, whatever. That's a fair thing to say. But for someone making a government salary. Have say, you tried cutting Disney Plus? 14 bucks will go really far. It's yeah. Like, will it though? What can yeah. you buy for $14 in 2022? $14 a month. Like, oh, okay. I can get two blocks of cheese. Yeah. Get an eighth of a tank of gas, maybe. I, I don't. It's just kind of ridiculous. Well, um, you've been uh, you've been bringing coffee from home I, the last seriously. Bit. That's when you know things are getting tight. Yeah. I've got my thermos right here. I make it a nightly ritual to brew my coffee and then bring it in in the morning. Wait, you brew the night before? Yeah, I got a French press, so oh, nice. uh, I, I just brew it and let it sit there, and then I nuke it in the morning and throw it in the thermos. So that's... let's talk about ways that we are saving money, uh-huh. other than maybe cutting the Disney Plus. Yeah. You could text 10939. It's got to be hard for you, Hannah, because Starbucks just brought out all their holiday drinks. Like, that's a way where I think most people are going to be spending more yeah. in that flurry. Yeah, I definitely oh. purchased my first holiday drink at Starbucks. Did you? But, like, you know me. I bring my tea every morning in a yeah. thermos. Still, just one Starbucks drink. That could have been your whole Disney Plus budget for the month. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. We are going to talk about the most beautiful baby names of the year, ranked by science according to how they sound. Good. So this study was done by a baby brand called My First Years, but it was in partnership with Dr. Bodo Winter, who's a professor of cognitive linguistics at the University of Birmingham. Of course. So that person knows what they're talking about. They found that the prettiest sounding girl names of the entire year are Sophie... Zoe, Everly, and Riley. Hmm. And uh, names starting with E also scored very nicely, especially in the UK, such as Ellie, Emily, Evelyn, Eva, and Elena, all in the top 15. Right. And then for boys, the best-sounding names were Matthew, Julian, William, Isaiah, and Leo. That topped the list in North America. And then the UK boys were quite different. Jesse, Charlie, Louie, and Zane, Zane scored really well in the UK, probably <laughs> because of One Direction. You would think so, People yeah. People are naming their babies Zane. But get this, in the UK, Hannah was actually number nine. Wow, okay. In the US, Hannah was number 50, and I did look up Johnny Uh and Jonathan and... Not on on there? Nothing. Nothing. No dice. Well, a lot of those names, though, that you mentioned either end in like an E or an uh, an uh, like you were saying Eva. Sophie, Zoe, Everly, Riley, Elena. I wonder why that is. Yeah, interesting. She leaves it open, right? Yeah. Although I was looking up ugly baby names, Ursula. That also ends in an uh. Yeah. So, I don't know. Make up your mind. 
Gertrude. <laughs> Why does that always come up? There is Gertrude. someone named Gertrude listening right now. Sorry, Gertrude. Every- <sighs> Gertrude. Is there anyone Gertrude. like Judith Gertrude? Can't spell Gertrude without rude, Hannah. <laughs> Very rude of you. Okay. I apologize to all the Gerties out there. <laughs> Gertie. Gertie kind of sounds like a pet name. I'm sorry. It does a little bit. Gertie. <laughs> Oh if God. you're Gertie and you're under the age of 70, I don't believe you. I apologize on Hannah's behalf. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Only a week after Elon Musk took over Twitter and claimed that comedy and free speech were now allowed, he started banning comedians. Um, specifically, Kathy Griffin was one that got taken down because she, among what seemed like thousands of other people, were changing their accounts to say that they were, in fact, Elon Musk. Yeah, so <laughs> now that you can pay $8 to be verified on Twitter, yeah. people are getting the blue check mark, changing their name to Elon Musk and their profile photo to Elon Musk, and yeah. just tweeting the most ridiculous things ever, hoping that people are going to think it's actually him. For example, someone under the name Elon Musk with the same profile picture said, there's nothing better than waking up and enjoying a fresh steaming cup of my own urine. Such mm-hmm. a tangy way to start the day and scientifically proven to help brain cells grow. If you want to be like me, drink your pee. That was not the real Elon. It was someone else. But it's fooling a lot of people. <laughs> it is. Uh, my fiance Sammy, said she's like, oh my God, I can't believe Elon Musk tweeted this. I was like, there's a million Elon Musks right now. And they're trying to ban them all now. They're saying you have to specify if you're a parody account or else your account's getting suspended. So exactly. that's what happened to Kathy Griffin. Uh-huh. Why was Kathy Griffin impersonating Elon Musk, though, of all people? Uh, she was making like a lot of political jokes and stuff like that. Like It's, it, it's on brand for her, I feel mm-hmm. like, to be attacking these... You know, people who are so rich and powerful and saying that they want to do things a certain way, but then keeping it restricted for others and but making you pay like it's the thing is, Kathy Griffin, after her account got banned, she started using her dead mother's Twitter account to tweet. Really? Yeah. That was something else people had an issue with because Elon Musk also was uh, weighing the idea of uh, removing accounts after 30 days if they aren't used, which could be good to uh, cut down on fake accounts and bots. But Mm -hmm. other people were like, you know, I have family members who have passed away, whatever, that I would love to keep their Twitter accounts alive so I can see that and have something to remember them by. There's a whole thing, including you probably heard about the massive layoffs that Mm -hmm. Elon Musk did when he took over as well. Mm -hmm. As of Saturday, I guess they were starting to hire some of those people back. Because they needed more help than they thought, or How cringe. I just you the can't whole say yes thing. because maybe they'll hire you back for a couple months until they get things back on track, and then they'll fire you again. Yeah, well, who would have guessed that a forty-four billion dollar joke would have been a bad idea? What? Not this guy. Anna and Johnny on Windsor's number one hit music station, ninety-three-nine Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on ninety-three-nine Virgin Radio. So Selena Gomez is currently feuding with her best friend who donated her kidney to Selena. And it's all over the new documentary that just came out on Friday. So Francia Reza is the name of the friend who donated her kidney to Selena in 2017. It seems like the two of them are no longer speaking. And she has unfollowed Selena Gomez on Instagram after the release of this movie. So the quote that Francia, her friend, seems to have a problem with is when Selena said... Taylor Swift was her only friend in the music industry. Mm -hmm. So Francia commented underneath and said, interesting. And then she unfollowed Selena Gomez on Instagram. And everyone was like, ooh, drama. 
But Francia is not in the music industry. So, like, I don't see the problem necessarily with that quote. Okay. But Selena responded to Francia's comment on Instagram saying, Sorry, I didn't mention everyone that I know. And then that comment has since been deleted. But it was there. I saw it. Okay. Yeah. And so I haven't watched Selena Gomez's new documentary. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. But according to people who have watched it, Selena Gomez doesn't really mention her friend Francia at all, who gave her a kidney, even though the show closely follows her health struggles and her recovery. Yeah, that's a weird choice. It, it makes you wonder if anything else happened behind the scenes that we're not hearing about. Because for what reason would you just be like, oh, yeah, this person saved my life. I just don't have time to mention them. Like, it, yeah, something well, must have happened. Or even like she says, Taylor Swift's my only friend in the music industry. Why would Francia be mad about that? Because she's not a singer. She's not a musician. Um, but it seems as if that was the straw that broke the cam- camel's back, and now mm-hmm. Francia's unfollowed her on Instagram, and it's a whole thing. Okay. Drama, drama, drama. Now I want to go watch the documentary. <laughs> so just really quickly, the LACMA gala was this weekend. It had a lot of celebrities in attendance. That stands for the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. Kim K, Kendall Jenner, Lil Nas X, Sydney Sweeney, Olivia. Wild, all were there. Simu Liu, Jared Leto, Elliot Page, Billie Eilish, and her boyfriend Jesse Rutherford were there making their red carpet debut. Right. And they showed up in head to toe pajamas, including a giant Gucci blanket and a sleep mask. Mm-hmm. So, like, Billie was ready for bed after this. She's like, it's past my bedtime. We better be out of here by 9 30. <laughs> They were in, like, a giant blanket? Yeah. Is that it? They were both wrapped in a huge, like, duvet. That's fashion now, and with Gucci all over it. It was great. That's the only fashion I've ever been on board with. I can go around (laughs) in a giant blanket. That's great. So it's like, all of a sudden, this is in? You're kidding. Let's go. The halftime show was just announced for Thanksgiving Detroit Lions game. BB Rexa and David Guetta are going to be performing on Thursday, November Okay. Oh, that's super fun. Because the Lions won, which is, like, maybe even more exciting news than that halftime announcement. But coming up next, we're going to... How dare you? How dare I? How dare you besmirch B.B. Rexa and David Guetta's names? Because the Lions won the game. That's huge (laughs) news. Mornings with Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Got sent a conundrum here. says, was I wrong to berate my sister for doing my husband's laundry? Here's the full story. Says, my sister moved in with me and my husband a week ago. She does not contribute money, but she takes on a lot of house chores as a way to compensate for it. She would cook, clean, organize, vacuum, etc. But yesterday, I came home and found she'd done my husband's laundry. I was stunned as I felt this was not her place, nor was it appropriate. Because for one, I always do his laundry. And more importantly, I don't think it's appropriate for her to be looking at his underwear. (laughs) So she was very upset about this. Uh, She says, my sister downplayed the whole thing, saying it was no big deal. She just saw I was struggling with work and kids, and I wanted to help me by doing the laundry. I told her she shouldn't have done it. Uh, Says, my husband was reacting the same way. Says, drop it, but I can't shake this weird feeling. He told me I should apologize to her. I don't feel I should have to. What do you think? Oh, my gosh. Text 10939 on this one. Yeah. It sounds as if... Whoever is writing in Mm -hmm. is feeling threatened by the amount of housework that her sister is doing in their home. You think? Yeah. Or is there maybe a fear of 
the husband becoming attracted to the sister and they're living together now and so precisely she's away she's feeling threatened by her sister's presence in their home doing all of the chores text coming in here says yes she was wrong wow very insecure oh my god it's laundry apologize yeah so obviously the sister was just trying to help i'm sure she didn't mean anything like negative quiet we got a a message on facebook at virgin radio windsor from christopher robin what right out of the hundred acre woods says i think if there was an understanding that she would help out with chores laundry is assumed to be part of that but it's totally okay if you're uncomfortable with it you just need to let her know yeah you have to set some ground rules for sure yeah you don't have to berate her for it like how dare you touch my husband's unmentionables yeah it just seems weird to let her do all of the other chores except for this one it seems like a weird place to draw the line like who cares yeah ken says you need to apologize and then maybe see a therapist about your insecurity issues Yeah. Crystal, you have issues. It's laundry. Get over it. So mm-hmm. if you've been in any situations like that, you could always call 519-792-6040. Because we do a lot. You know, this whole thing starts with, like, no judgment here. And then everyone's like, wow, you're wrong. We you're insecure. We are the jury uh, on Virgin Radio. And the poor husband, too, because now he's stuck in a really awkward situation of living with two sisters who are fighting. And yeah. he can't, like, pick sides. Like, if he does, it's, it has to be his wife's yeah. side, right? But Hide. Just hide until... The- you hear the noise ending, buddy. It's going to be okay. It's Hannah and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Good morning, Johnny and Hannah. How's Hi. it going? It's going. Good. Good. We wanted to get your uh, your take on this asking for a friend. It is a little bit silly. It really is. It's just underwear. It's okay. <laughs> right? I love that you called them an ever-loving prude. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I'm feeling so big and bold behind my text messages here. If it was face-to-face, I would not be that brave. Might be a different story. You would, yeah. you would take out the ever-loving but still call them a prude? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. No, it is. It's like everyone has been saying. Definitely kind of an insecurity thing. Does it freak you out if people do your laundry and, like, look at your underwear, Christina? Like, would you be weirded out by that? No, my my parents used to do my laundry mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. Yeah, it's, it's not really that much different. Well, see, now that you bring that up, it is it's interesting because I don't like even I don't like my fiance doing my laundry for me. It really? makes me uncomfortable. I don't let her do it. Like Why? she'll ask me, like, "Want me to just put your clothes on?" I'm like, "No, I'm gonna do it." I don't know. I don't Johnny, want... what are what are you afraid of of her seeing? Yeah, what are you hiding? No, I mean, it's <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's like okay, you could see me in my underwear. That's fine, but it's like. My dirty underwear? I got. I want to keep some of the magic, it's, some of the spark. It sounds like your underwear are very dirty. Well. Save the planet, Johnny. <laughs> Don't do two loads of laundry when you can do one. All right. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to dignify that with a response. Might be some skid marks involved, but. <laughs> are you in, in silence Christina's there now? Christina's like, I'm gone. I've hung up. <laughs> sorry. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm so sorry. At least I'm not an ever-loving prude, all right? <laughs> Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Today's asking for a friend has inspired a conversation about your laundry habits, particularly between you and your partner. Do you do the loads together? Do you still have to do your own? Well, it's interesting because it all started out with this one writer 
who was angry that her sister did her husband's laundry. Yeah, she didn't like that uh, she saw and handled the dude's undies. Yeah. what it sounded like. And we are getting texts <laughs> like, am I missing something? Someone moves in and does all my chores for me. Where's the issue? Another right. text, not a big deal. I'd be glad if somebody did the laundry, whomever it is. But people have different, different comfort levels and different styles when it comes to the laundry process. They really do. Johnny said he doesn't like his fiance doing his laundry for him. And it, it's mostly a thing where it's like, I don't want anyone to have to do that for me. But in any case... I think, Jeff, you, you had someone in your life who's kind of like that. 519-792-6040. Tell us about it. She used to have what I would call the pile system for laundry. Okay. She would just create piles of clothes all around the bedroom. I That is kind of what I do. This is why I like to be in charge of my own laundry because I have a system. Yeah. It's very specific. It looks like chaos. It looks like dirty clothes everywhere. But I'm like, no, no, no. You got to sniff test that. Like, that doesn't need to be clean. That doesn't need to take up space. Uh-huh. Like, this is fine. Like, Jeff, for this, this was your ex-girlfriend, right? Like, what was the next step after that, after the piles <laughs> everywhere? She would say, she would tell me, well, it looks like... It's time to go to laundry. And I'm like, why are the piles about to collapse on you or what? <laughs> well, that's, listen, that's when you've let it go a little too far. That's the problem. You need to be on top of that system. Everybody has different piles for different le- yeah. levels of cleanliness. That's it. But what is the issue with your partner just throwing your dirtiest pile in with all the rest of their stuff? Like, my fiance and I, we always do our laundry together. If. If I have, like, a half load, I'm like, Sammy, do you have anything that needs to go in? Like, I have no yeah. issue mixing them like that, but I don't know. It's just, I don't like, this text, was this Ash who said my husband doesn't like when I do his laundry? Yeah. But there's nothing hiding. He just says he's capable and can do his own, right? Exactly. But why would you I not just do can't... it together? Like, I thought this was a good thing. I spent my I whole life. I feel like doing life... separate laundries is kind of like having separate bank accounts. It's <laughs> fine for people. Saying. Like, some people like that. Yeah. But, like... Some people like to do a combined bank account, do all their laundry together. You know, you're like, you're taking the mystery out of it Uh in a way. But if that's your life partner, who cares if they're doing your laundry and seeing your underwear? Hannah wants it to all come out in the wash. Ah. She wants to air all the dirty laundry. Is that it? Hannah and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Under no circumstances should you do this person's husband's laundry. Wow, they will not forgive you. (laughs) Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio was our asking for a friend today where someone has their sister living with them. They can't contribute financially, so they've been doing house chores. But then this person freaked out when they found out their sister did her husband's laundry. Right. She's like, um, I don't want my sister touching my husband's underwear, was... but her sister did all of the <laughs> other house chores, right? So yeah. it was just kind of a weird situation. Seemed like an overreaction. One of my favorites here on Instagram, someone who goes by Soul Artist 90 says, uh, I don't think us women get much out of looking at men's underwear. You definitely <laughs> overreacted. Not at all. You probably should have just said thanks for the hard work. This seems a little personal. Uh, yeah, like what, is, what does she think is happening from that? And then we started talking about whether you like your partner doing your laundry or not because Johnny says yeah. he doesn't like his fiance doing his laundry and he always does his own laundry yeah. and she does her own and I thought that that was a little weird. It's like an independence thing, you know? Yeah. Like I, I have a big enough load for my own and some people have very specific ways they want their laundry done. I can understand that. You yeah, know? we have a text from uh, Matt. It says, every relationship I've been in I've done all of the laundry. I don't mind. He says, and I fold everything, including the fitted sheets. 
teach us your He's ways. Like, Nothing better to show the person you're with you care about them more than doing the laundry. He said, let's face it, ladies have more important things to do. Yeah. And that's absolutely true. When my fiance, when I come home and my fiance has air dried my Lululemon leggings, there oh, is yes. nothing sexier in this world. Your Lululemons. I love it. We were talking about this before and you called them your delicates. Yeah. I'm not a Kevin fan Kevin does of my delicates. That. But we the share it. Sometimes he does it and sometimes I do it. Uh-huh. We just share that responsibility. So Lulus are delicates, eh? Yeah. I just always, it's same no matter what I'm washing. I throw it in, detergent, regular. Well, no wonder bang. Sammy doesn't want you doing her laundry. You're That's probably going to shrink story. all of her I leggings. don't want her doing my laundry. <laughs> but again, you can, you can join the conversation on our Facebook, like has been blowing up with these at Virgin Radio Windsor. Someone just said, can I have your sister? Like that's the whole thing. She's doing yeah. chores around the house. Imagine that. You have someone doing you a solid and you react like this. What the f*** is your problem? Listen, head, you have crossed the line. Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. When you're going out for a, a wine tasting, this is the kind of vibe you expect, right? Oh, I'm going to have a classy day out. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. How many wine tastings have you been on, Johnny? Uh, Was this your first one? Well, I've never been on a tour that took us to three different wineries. Right. But I have been to vineyards before and done tastings with people. So, we went to three wineries. Do you remember what they are? It was Viewpoint to start. Yeah. And then it was Cooper's, Cooper's Hawk. Yeah. And then we went to North 42. Yes. So this was really, really fun because a bunch of listeners got to win their way onto this wine bus, the Grape Escape. Mm-hmm. And we had the best time oh my God. of ever. It, it was, was so much fun. But we did promise that what happens on the wine tour stays on the wine tour. I didn't. Hannah did because I think, I don't know, she, she got pretty into it. I said we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> Well, you don't have to talk about it because I've got audio. Can I just say, probably the, the highlight of it was by the end. I mean, it was all amazing. But at the last stop, North 42, mm-hmm. the our server, Amy, became the biggest rock star there. Everyone was cheering for her round after round of tasting. Amy, Amy, Amy. You're out on the Amy, patio. Amy, Amy, Amy. We were getting loud back there. Yeah. Holy cow. It was absolutely a party. Uh-huh. For sure. And the party continued onto the bus where we started doing karaoke. Karaoke bus. There was oh, a microphone man. at the front of the bus, which was a mistake. For a while, it was acapella karaoke. But uh, then Mitch, our dear listener Mitch, whipped out his phone and just played it into the microphone. So we had bangers like this. Don't stop believing. Made the playlist. What else did we have? Oh, there was a video of Hannah dancing with one of our listeners to uh, Country Road. I love West Virginia. That was a good time. But probably the highlight was when Hannah got on the mic and started singing. You guessed it, Mariah Carey. My God, it was See, amazing. That was actually between Winery 2 and 3. So was, that was it? Before it got crazy. But oh there were some really great listener uh, karaoke <laughs> clips. I have two kids and I don't have to take care of them today, so it's great. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not back again this time tomorrow. Carry on, carry on. I see a little celebration. Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very 
again. This video was recorded at North 42 towards the end of the day. I asked them all to say we love Virgin Radio, and uh, this is what came out. Oh, boy. I think um, that was the same table that was starting the uh, Amy. It was. Amy, chanting for our server, Amy. This is uh, Amy from North 42. Yes, Hi, I was hoping it was you, Amy. How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. We miss you already. You were, oh. like, the best over the weekend. I know. Wasn't that the greatest? It was oh a lot gosh. of fun. So we were, you know, we got a little rowdy. You were our third stop on the tour. <laughs> and, uh, well, you could probably tell from the fact that everyone was chanting yeah. your name. Um, yeah. I have a question. How would you rate us as a tour group on a scale? of one to ten. One to ten? The the ten. You guys were a lot of fun. You guys were... You were rowdy, but you were fun. (laughs) Even though though I broke a glass and then blamed it on Johnny? That's right. Yeah, that was Hannah. So... Yeah, thank awesome. you so much for being so great with that. How long have you been uh, at North 42? Um, this is my second season, so my second year. Yeah. Awesome. What's your favorite wine that, that you guys sell there? Um, the Cab Sauv Special Edition. I just Ooh. love that one. That's nice. amazing. Plus the sparkling. We're the only one that makes sparkling Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, yeah. And that's what I started you guys on. Right. Yeah. So. Um, are yeah. those wines that are available at the LCBO, or can you only get those at the uh, vineyard there? You can only get them at, at our winery. Okay. Yeah. Well worth the trip. It's so beautiful there. And, uh, again, sorry that Hannah broke one of your lovely wine glasses <laughs> as well. Yeah. But we really appreciate it. Thank you for having us, eh? Yeah. Thank you for coming out. Hannah and Johnny. 93.9. Virgin Radio. We are here to talk about People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive for 2022. They are announcing it tonight on <gasps> Colbert on The Late Show. Really? That's where they're announcing it? That's yeah. so specific. All who right. do you think it's going to be? Text 10939 who you think this year's Sexiest Man Alive is. I did mm. say it was going to change the course of history for the yeah. rest of the year as we know it. It won't. It might. There will be no... We wait for this announcement every single year. Remember when it was Blake Shelton and everyone was like, really? That was a weird choice. That was I mean, definitely a left field choice. If you're into that, it's fine. But who do you think... I feel like you're the professional in this field, Hannah. Who do you think should be the sexiest man alive 2022? For this year, yeah. if we're going strictly by track record... It's got to be Pete Davidson. You think? I think they're going to make Pete Davidson the sexiest man alive. They're going to have, like, shirtless, skinny boy selfies with all his tattoos. The people aren't ready. Yeah. These two, you cannot go from Blake Shelton to Pete Davidson and claim that you are choosing the sexiest men in the world. That just isn't, it doesn't work I for don't me. know. Pete Davidson has been, like, a lot of people are... Finding him attractive. I feel like it's played out. He's like that- not my type. Uh-huh. But the way that this year is going, we're going to get all excited about it. And then People Magazine is going to be like, here's Chris Pratt. Oh, God. will be like, oh, no. not again. Mushroom kingdom. Here we come. He's <laughs> the sexiest Pratt. Mario to ever do it. Oh, my Mario. God. Not even the sexiest Mario. No. no. Well, who else? Well, I think Michael B. Jordan got snubbed before. I yeah. thought he, he should get it for a while. Uh, uh, John Legend won. That was a good one. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. What about um, Theo James? 
After that oh. scene in White Lotus, yeah. if if we're to believe that what is attached to him is real... I don't think Theo should... James is famous enough to be no? the sexiest man alive. I think a lot of people don't okay. know who Theo well, James if is. If we're going by pure fame... What about Harry Styles? Harry. Ooh, maybe. Do you think he could? He could. And he like, could, like, dress kind of gender neutral, and it would be, like, a whole moment for all of us. He could spit on me. I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> um, I I think it would be really cool, because also, Canadian shout-out, Simu Liu. You oh, were saying yes. he was just walking in the fashion show, right? Yeah, Rihanna's Fenty fashion show. He is super attractive. And in that, he had, like, silk purple pants with a bow and no shirt on. Oh, yeah. For some reason, that outfit hits differently when I wear it, you know? People not as impressed. <laughs> Look at that now, huh? <laughs> I'm dead sexy. Look at my sexy body. Don't act like you're not impressed over there. That's how I picture Johnny taking off his wolf shirt every day is. <laughs> hey, the eagle shirts, too. It's a look. Legally Blunt. Yes. Live on the radio. Hannah and Johnny. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 93.9 Version Radio.